Guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. This is going to be another live, uh, Kuyu live event, excuse me, uh, with Jason Harrison. He's going to be talking about a bunch of different products that they carry on Kuyu.com in the store. They're going to have a Garmin representative here on this episode. They're going to go through a bunch of different products. I think you guys are going to get a lot of value out of this. I want to thank Jason uh, Harriston and Kuyu uh, Ultralight Hunting for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, also, GoHunt.com, Insider, PhoneScope, and The Outdoorsman's. Uh, those four sponsors have been very, very loyal to me, and I hear reports from them that uh, uh, you guys uh, are, are also supporting them, and uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, you can check the show notes of this podcast to see the different promo codes uh, and what have you, uh, where you guys, the listeners, can use promo codes to save money with these uh, companies. And I just want to thank them for their sponsorship. I also want to thank you guys. Uh, October's been a busy month for me. I've been in Colorado at the Ot 6 Ranch. Uh, I've been uh, assessing the property, taking inventory of animals, uh, deer, elk, uh, bear, turkey, lions, uh, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, and uh, we're trying to figure a plan for 2018. Um, I, I do want to report that uh, the podcast for the month of October had a record uh, month of downloads. So the, the, the most amount of downloads since February of 2015, since the start. Uh, and it just continues to grow and grow. And, and that's directly attributed to you guys' support. And I just thank each and every one of you. And I appreciate... Uh, all the emails, all the direct messages I get. Uh, if you'd like to send me an email, which I hope you do, uh, with any questions, uh, any comments about the podcast, uh, you can do so at jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. You can also follow along on Instagram at jscottoutdoors. Feel free to send me a direct message. Uh, I've been getting anywhere from 15 to 30 emails um, daily from listeners, and I try and respond to each one of them. And I uh, just really appreciate you guys giving me your time. Uh, and if I can help in any way, uh, if I don't know the answer, I will do my best to get you the answer. Uh, and I just appreciate all of your support. Uh, appreciate you guys supporting the sponsors of this podcast. And let's get right to this episode with Jason Harrison. I'm here with Patrick from Garmin. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for making the trip out here. Uh, Patrick's here uh, to tell us and take us through the Garmin products. If you've been to our website, we are now selling a range of Garmin watches and the new Garmin inReach. I had the opportunity to really put Garmin to the test this summer on my sheep hunt. I bought it to really uh, work with the UC Davis Human Performance Lab to gather data, track my hunt, look at elevation gains of the clients. Uh, monitor my heart rate to, to take that data and look at what we did on uh, in the laboratory testing versus real-world testing on a, on a sheep hunt. And it really let me dive into how much you can gather off these watches, yep. how much there's there, and how really with the mapping, I mean, it kind of saved, saved my lunch one night coming out in the middle of the night, cutting across this, this gnarly cliff rock face. And I was thinking, God, I know there's a trail through here because yep. we cut it during the day. And I thought, oh, my God, yeah, I can just dive into my watch. Sure. Looked at the backtrack, put it right back on the trail, took us right back to camp. 
and just how useful this these products are. And I can't believe we can get that much out of something onto that whole screen. We wear on our on our wrist now. <laughs> yep. And then now with the app, which will take us through how it connects you to download your data, it's really simple. Yep. And easy to use. Which you know, watches in the past, things I've used in the past. I'm not that tech savvy. Yeah. I'm kind of a caveman as far as that's concerned. Um, so it needs to be simple to use, and, it's, and for me to be able to use this um, and use it on a regular basis, it's, you guys have certainly made it um, convenient. Sure. And you know the, the IQ and the Connect, the app, um, make it all really user-friendly. So I think today it would be great to talk a little bit about the, the watches we're carrying, Yep. kind of highlight some of, some of the features and benefits to each watch and what they give to our customer base and why they should consider these Garmin products for, for their mountain hunts. And then I want to spend some time on the Enrich because it's a really cool product and really useful. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, thanks again for having me. Absolutely. Um, we at Garmin, you know, are always trying to come up with user-friendly products that are durable and, you know, you guys can take them out in the mountains and abuse them and come back and, yeah. you know, share that experience and have data from it. So, you know, we've been making the car GPS is kind of what a lot of people know us sure. for. But a lot of people are hunting with our handheld GPS devices. Uh, and then, you know, in the early 2000s, we are a fitness company as well. So we yep. started looking at, you know, what people want in data for their fitness pursuits. Yep. Uh, and sort of now in you know 2017, we've got the Phoenix line here. Um, so you guys have brought on this product. It's kind of our premium multi-sport mountain watch. Yeah. Uh, it's designed with you know durable materials in mind. Yep. It's got a little bit you know more aesthetic of a look, I guess. So it's something yeah, that you can it's a wear watch. exactly. Yeah, it yeah. something Tough you can wear watch. out to you know out to dinner or to the office all day and then go abuse in the mountains yeah. on the weekends or you know when you get some time off. So um, the Phoenix 5 is the latest sort of iteration of this family. Um, what you'll see with these guys are really durable lenses. So this is the Phoenix 5 and then this larger device here is the Phoenix 5X. Which is what I've used. That's what yeah. you've got. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple key differences between the two of them, so we'll talk about that. But the things that they share are they're all you know stainless steel watches. They've got wrist-based heart rate monitoring going on. So yep. you know all day, every day, or during your hunt, um, you can actually keep tabs right on your wrist yep. of what's going on uh, and you know track that performance. And how, how accurate is, is the wrist-based versus... A strap versus a strap, strap, sure. So we make you know a very nice chest strap. If you're doing interval training, yep. you're going to get a little bit more accurate data there. We should be within ten beats per minute mm -hmm. of your actual electronic heartbeat, ninety yep. percent of the time. So we say about ninety percent yep. accurate. What I'll find is like if I'm out in the mountains, I'm not going to notice a huge difference. No. Um, if I'm doing some interval training, then it'll kind of round and you'll get sure. some peaks and valleys. But you know that wrist-based technology, we think right now is you know some Pretty of the most accurate. accurate stuff out there yep. right now. Uh, and then it's just a more you know, really affordable, you don't have to buy the chest strap, mm -hmm. uh, and convenient solution. It is. Uh, and yeah. then, of course, you're not going to wear a chest strap, most people, all day, every day. So you don't get as much... Um, you know, average resting heart rate data yeah, exactly. as you do when you're using sure. wrist-based technology. It's on your, yeah, it's on your wrist, you're, yeah. getting, you're getting your heart rate. Exactly. Sure. So they both share those durable, you know, material features. Kind of a cool feature that we've we've come out with on this latest family is these quick fit bands. So we have a bunch of different colors of band. I don't even know they did that. Yeah, it's pretty slick. A lot of people when they see me do that, they think that it you know must be kind of a flimsy design, but that thing's not going. No, anywhere. mine's never yep. come off. And yep. I've, 
We've taking some, some tumbles with it on. Exactly. We've got some leather bands, some metal bands. So, you know, just a, kind of a nicer aesthetic. These are a very durable silicones. So yep. We're not too worried about them wearing out yep. over time or breaking. And I've noticed wearing mine, I don't know if you can get this blaze on the, on the close-up, but it has stretch to it, yep. which makes it super comfortable. Exactly. And also get a nice, nice tight fit. But not constrict. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people, and especially I didn't necessarily wear a large watch before the Phoenix line came out, um, so it looks kind of big when you first put it on. I guess for my wrist, anyways. Yeah. Um, but it's so comfortable that yeah. you know, after a couple minutes, I just got used to it, and I don't even realize it's there yeah. anymore. Yep. So, in terms of you know why why would someone get a watch like this to go use in the mountains? Um, obviously, it has that you know physiological data tracking capability. Yep. We can look at things like your VO2 max or some of the higher end you know, data that you might want if you're training. Um, but the real kind of thing that makes these shine is they're GPS enabled. So yep. um, you can, on the watch, see your latitude and longitude, yep. maybe to cross-reference with a map or a compass. Um, it'll actually track where you've walked so at the end of a hunt or the end of whatever activity you're doing. These are multi-sport, so if you want to track a bike ride, you can save it as a bike ride. If you want yep. to track your mountain you know, weekend, you can do that, or just a run. Yep. Um, it'll save it into our app different ways, and you can go see exactly on a map with satellite imagery where you work. It's really cool. Yep. yep I've done that. Um, so... I mentioned that there's some, you know, navigational functionality on these, so I can look at things like an elevation profile yep. for my ascent, um, heart rate data, and then this Phoenix 5 model, I actually get a little base map on there, so mm -hmm. I can see um, on a map where I am in relationship to my breadcrumb, mm -hmm. so that's what the feature you were talking about where, you know, let's say fog rolls in or it gets dark and you just don't know where the trail that you were just on was. Yep. You can use this to kind of reference to get back to camp or back to the truck or yep. wherever you need to go. Um, it doesn't necessarily have mapping on it, yep. but that's why people are looking at this Phoenix 5X model. Yep. So these really share most of the same features. 5X is a little bit bigger of a watch. Um, it's got a little bit of your face, a little thicker. Exactly. A little bit more robust size, but when I go into the user interface on this guy, I actually get... You picking that up, Blaze? Topographic mapping. Yeah, that, and that's yep. really so sweet. You can use this to um, kind of pan around. Yep. And so obviously here in Dixon, California, there's not a whole lot of topography to look at. It is <laughs> dead flat in Dixon, yeah, California, yeah. by the way. But uh, we can, you know, maybe zoom over the mountains. I mean, most sure. of the time when people are using that, it's just to get situational awareness yeah, right exactly. around them and where see, you? you know, yep. where there's water or what that peak is named in sure. the distance. If there's a road nearby, where does it go, right? Yep. So you can just pull up your wrist watch and look, look right at it. So um, that's really the, the primary kind of difference between the two watches that you guys sure. carry when you're looking at them. So on, on QU.com, you guys have the Phoenix 5. Yep. That's this guy, a little bit smaller. This one actually has a little longer battery life. Uh, yeah, I've so, seen that. Um, when, we're, when we're talking about battery life at Garmin, there's a couple sort of things that we take into consideration. So there's one reading or one sort of number that we give on how long does this thing last <laughs> in kind of an all-day, everyday use yep. mode. The Phoenix family is going to get typically about 12 to 14 days of battery life. It kind of depends if you're connected to your mobile phone a lot. Are you getting text messages and sure. app notifications pushed through? Are you using the backlight a lot? A yep. um, little bit of variance. The next uh, battery life that we're looking at is with wrist-based heart rate and GPS on, out on a trip, tracking, 
Um, this guy, with everything on, you'll get about 24 hours of battery life. Which is life. The five, yeah. Yep. When you go up here, just because it's got a little bit different software and we're running the map engine, you'll get about 20. So yep. a little bit less battery life on this guy. Yeah, when I used it up in BC, I, was, I had charge it every night. Yep. And it, just, it wasn't a big deal. It charges really fast, actually. It does, I was kind yeah. Of surprised how, char how fast it charges. Exactly. You guys, uh, you guys sell them actually, but I always recommend like the Goal Zero little Switch Ten product or the you know yeah. the um, solar panels that are out there that are portable. Yeah, we got a whole we got a whole kind of recharging and battery yep. package. We recommend. Yeah, so these are just super compatible. Yep. Just plug them right into that stuff, and they'll charge up quickly. Um, one feature that your customers probably want to look into if they're doing you know multi-day mountain hunts is yep. our Ultra Track mode. So that's actually in the activity. Profile, you'll go in, turn on um, ultra track mode, and what that does is it actually um, sort of staggers how often the GPS is turning on. So you don't get quite as accurate of a track, but for you know mountain setting, it's not really going to be noticeable yeah. to you, and that'll extend the battery life out to about 60 hours yeah. on these watches. So yeah. um, if you've got you know an overnighter, and one of the things I also notice if you put it in a, in a hike mode or a climbing mode, you yeah. can also go in in advance and set up. The different data you want to view. Yep. Heart rate, um, distant, um, your elevation gain, decline. You can customize what you're what you're looking at on your watch. I thought that totally. was very useful. Yep. Yeah. Any piece of data you want to see, yep. you can put it right where you need to in those data screens. Yep. And then once you figure out how to drive these things with the buttons, it's you know a piece yep. of cake from there. Yep. So um, I think that's really what kind of the edge we have on a lot of our competitors out there is really high resolution screens. Really user friendly. It, it, um, it is, and then you know all the data you would ever really need. I mean, there's some. Well, and the ability to get that data out of the watch, exactly, which I think is yep. key yep. from some of the other ones I've used. Yep. Um, so we mentioned too that it connects to our app ecosystem. Yep. There's really cool stuff you can do in our app. So we have this store within the app called the Garmin Connect IQ store. Mm -hmm. Most of the stuff's in there. It's all free. Um, but you can download particular pieces of metric or data that you want to look at. So, like on this one, I've got. It's called the. A, uh, the Garmin Fish and Hunt widget. So I'll just show you guys what that looks like real quick. So this is something that you can just go into the app, pull down if you want to look at it. But that way, any time of the day, um, you can scroll down to it, and it will tell you, you know, based on, I guess I got to, there it is, based on, you know, where you are, mm -hmm. sunrise, Moonrise, um, the best times to go fishing and hunting based on where you're at during that day. So some really cool stuff that you can customize mm -hmm. the watch with. My favorite customization right now is mine, this, mine too. Yeah, this slick Kuyu uh, watch face. So yeah, thank you for putting that together for yep, us. Yeah, I, I think know, I know we talked about it. Right? I don't yep. know. We'll see. I know we offered <laughs> in the past, but you have done so. Thank you. Yep. Yep. So this is something that. Um, your customers or anyone who has a Phoenix 5 series right now. Yeah, check out um, my watch. I don't know if you can see it, Blaze, but it's upside down. Got it rolling? Got it on there. Patrick yep. put it on there for me. Yeah, What's that? Get a, little, uh, get a little further down there. Can you see it? Yeah, no, no, no. All right. <laughs> my watch has got us the whole point. Yep. So, you know, for, for a lot of your customers, the data they want to look at day to day is obviously time, sure. date, elevation information. Yep. Um, so that's just the basic watch face that you can look at all day. I've got, I've got images of those that we can pull up. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. And there is, like, a, I did a post on my Instagram account. You know, the back, kind of the back of, uh, of the watch face is our camouflage pattern, which I thought yep. was pretty cool. Yeah, you yeah. Put in there. Nice touch. It is. Yep. 
So that will be available in Garmin Connect, the app, in the IQ store in about a week. About a week, so, yeah. okay. You'll just need to go to that store, type in QU, and it okay. will come right up. Hey, yep. uh, McKay, will you make sure we find out and post that up? Of course. Yeah, we'll, yep. do, yep. we'll do another kind of social media pop sure. on that for okay. sure. Sweet. So, you know, there's that. There's a, a kind of some other cool stuff you can do. Like you can actually make any photo that's in your phone into a custom watch oh, face really? with the, the Garmin Faceit app that we have. So really customizable little computer that, you know, can give you most of the data yeah. you'd ever want. And then awesome. it's super durable. The one thing that I'll mention, too, that I kind of um, glazed over is so when you go to the 5X, you get the mapping. This also has a sapphire quartz lens. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah. Um, this has a very durable glass lens on the 5. Mm-hmm. When you go to the sapphire quartz, it's scratch-proof. So, I mean, I've used this. Uh, I do a lot of climbing expeditions. For do. easier stuff, I'll leave it on and just kind of beat it up. And my bezel is a little chewed up on my watches. Yeah, mine doesn't have a scratch on it. Exactly, yeah. And it's been through an entire fall so far. It's yep. getting thrashed. So, just so you know, it kind of adds to that that nicer aesthetic and then the durability and mm-hmm. it's something that your customers can get with sure. confidence and go use in the mountains yeah so guarantee spending a little bit more to get the 5x in my opinion i've looked and researched both yeah i recommend yeah the 100k topo mapping is just awesome yeah, it is. Um, if you're using it around town it also has garmin's you know sort of city mapping database mm-hmm. so i can do a really cool feature that i like as i travel a lot is i want to go do a five mile run round trip from my hotel i can program that in as a round trip run oh, really? and then it'll give me turn by turn directions on streets to get back to where i needed to go that's awesome um, i could use that yeah exactly in a mountain setting you can actually create like a hike or a yeah. course in the garmin connect app now nice. and then push it in there and then go follow that in the field nice. as well so lots of that you know navigation utility that Garmin's yeah. known for pared down into our yeah. little watch there. So that's great. McKay, do you want to take questions on the watch now? You want to dive into inReach before we take questions? You know, there was a question that, that came up but you know, we're talking about the watch faces yeah. and all that. Um, the mic, please, McKay. Oh, sorry. This one came in from where was it? Jeremy Dawkin. And he asked, will the new Kuyu watch face through the Connect IQ store be compatible with the new Vivo Active 3? Right now, it will not, no. Come on, Garmin. <laughs> we'll get that taken care of for you, Patrick. <laughs> you know what a great upgrade from the Vivo Active would be is the Phoenix. <laughs> there you go, Patrick. Christmas is coming. Yep, That's yep. why we put them out of line right now. Yep. I would agree. Yeah, so, I mean, um, we have to build, like a watch face for each model so it's actually yeah. a little different even between the 5 and the 5x so if, if we're getting that request a lot we can you know maybe look at hook and jeremy and whoever well, i think this is a you know benefit to upgrade yep. to, to the premier watches too it's sure. why we're carrying them yeah um having with all the different models and options yep. why we chose these yep good question awesome another one came in just now from instagram from photo milagno on uh, he asked is the mapping able to be exported to review trails on a computer so um, you're not going to be able to pull the maps out of the watch. What you can do is after you go uh, on your hike, you, you sync your watch to your Garmin Connect mobile app through Bluetooth. And then when you do that, it actually saves it in the cloud. So you yeah. can log into your Garmin Connect account online and look at those trails uh, yeah, you have on a map computer. on yep. on your computer through Garmin, yep, exactly. which is what I use. Yep. Essentially, I think that's probably going to be the solution to what you're talking about. Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll kind of pop this over here, too, just so that you guys can see what the app looks like a little bit. 
It's not totally optimized for an iPad. Most people are using it on their phone. However, <laughs> um, so this is my... Can you get that, Blaze? Is that good? Yep. Cool. This is my my apps. This is like the last the last run that was done. When I sync, this will automatically pop up, and then I can look at my pace information. Did you crank it on seven thirty? Wait, hold on one second. <laughs> Dude, you can run seven sixteen mile. So my buddy Dustin, who owns a run shop, took this one out for me. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. So Dustin's crushing it. Dustin, yeah, fast. That was the last sync that happened on my demo watch. But, yeah, we can look at, you know, elevation profile data. Yep. Um, yeah, if you like to geek out on data, yep. this thing's crazy. It's all in here for sure. Um, but then in terms of the mapping question, I can go back in here and look on, you know, satellite imagery exactly where right. this run took place. Yep. So huge amount of data. And, of course, it if is. you're out it's in the really mountains, cool. you can get – you know, great scale and, yep. and see this nice imagery with your tracks overlaid onto it. And you can share that in social media yeah. or just save it for next time you go out to that location to hunt. That's sweet. So, yeah. Very useful. Yep. So that is the Phoenix line, Phoenix 5. Um, <laughs> so ne- next we're talking about inReach. Yeah. And what was kind of cool timing for me is all the guides on my sheep hunt had an inReach. Yeah. And... Um, it was just so convenient to connect um, for them to base camp to people. And I had a sat phone. Yep. Living in the Stone Ages, I, I felt like. Sure. Just because of the challenge of sat phone, you know, trying to get a call out, dropping calls, satellites not connecting, you're down in the valley, you're not getting uh, you know, a clear line of sight to the sats. Sat phone's ability to just to text and know that message went out. Yeah, exactly. So much more convenient. Obviously, cost less. <laughs> yep. Versus uh, sat phone calls and. Uh, yeah, this is just a super useful product. Definitely, yeah. It's kind of like the the Swiss Army knife of GPS devices. <laughs> totally, yeah. So a lot of people, like if you go into you know a retail store, you're looking around online, and you see Garmin's GPS devices. Mm-hmm. This kind of just looks like another one of them, right? Yep. But the thing that's really unique about this is that inReach technology on the inside there. So um, that is a technology that Garmin that Garmin owns. Um, there was a company called Delorme that sort of brought that yeah. to market, yeah. and that's actually where I started working in the GPS business and Garmin acquired us about a year and a half ago and they've built like a really beautiful GPS with that technology cool. and so what it is is it um, it's a satellite phone modem it just doesn't have okay. the voice portion of it so it talks to the Iridium satellite constellation Iridium is the only satellite network uh, in orbit that <coughs> offers 100% global coverage yeah. so there's no fringe areas or coverage gaps I can get with some other sat messengers sure. or, or sat phones and then two-way communication capability so what that means is you can take this with you literally anywhere in the world where you can see some portion of line of sight to the sky yeah. and send and receive text messages and emails and it really just needs to have line of sight with one of Viridium satellites for basically a second to oh, really? send and receive that data so that's why it's that's a why little it's so more yeah. user friendly than a sat phone where yeah. a satellite phone to get a voice connection and you have to have line of sight with like three, three. or more satellites yeah, exactly. and you have to maintain it and they're yeah. moving so if yeah. you're in the mountains you're going to drop calls, calls or have voice degradation yeah. or sometimes you're just not able to make a phone call mm-hmm. um, so this is really really slick streamlined doesn't do voice but it allows you to send and receive text messages mm-hmm. and emails back home to any mobile phone number email address you can update your social media with it if you want Um, but the primary reason people are really getting this is because of the safety aspect so when we're out there you know 
we're trying to get away from technology, so I'm not myself updating my Facebook all the time. But it is nice to have the peace of mind knowing that, like, if my wife needed to get in touch with me, she could send a text message to my inreach, and I would know what's going on, or vice versa. Absolutely. Because I don't know what's going on at home unless I make the phone call, get the phone call out, she's able to answer. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Um, The, you know, SOS functionality on this, so kind of looks like it would be a button it's not we don't want to have something that's easy to push so what happens is you pull this flat back and there's a recessed button and you actually have to hold this for about five seconds and then you get the countdown so there's virtually no way for this thing to go off by itself if i were to send that message what happens it it sends um a text message with your location information okay. and then your account information. So we know who you are and we know where you are. It goes to a international monitoring firm called Geos Alliance, <laughs> and they maintain this database. Uh, there's other sat phones and other messengers sure. that go to them. They maintain this really great database, so they know when an inreach call comes in, they know who they are and where they are. They also can see on their database who to call to if go rescue them. Oh, really? Yep, so they know whose jurisdiction you are in <laughs> okay. for, for a rescue situation. So if you're, like, in, you know, Yosemite National Park, for example, yeah. MPS is going to get that call. If you're in the parking lot here, it'd be your county sheriff. Um, so they've got that, like, really well really? dialed in. And uh, I'll tell you, it's just been it's kind of a rewarding thing for me to see, but we're rescuing people all over the world oh, with these you? things. Yeah, people I mean, are using it. We get a holiday weekend, and we'll see, like, 15 rescue reports when we get back really? to the office on Monday. And it's... It's a lot of, you know, a lot of situations that are, you know, we're saving people's lives. There's a lot of situations where it's just like someone's having a super inconvenient weekend and we're able to help them out. um, And that's the real beauty of the two-way communication. So there's other SOS devices that do this similar type of thing. But they're just going to come get you. Yeah, so it sends an SOS. um, Not all of them work everywhere, too. So I always recommend, like, if you're looking at a a device, you know, make sure that... works where you want it to go sure inreach is easy because we're global but um you know if it's just sending and let's say you're you know out here in california we have a lot of people that just go drive into the desert and get their truck stuck or run out of gas um if you just have one button and you know if you're not in a situation right now but you might be in five days you might be sort of tempted to push it right sure and then you're going to get a helicopter coming out a lot of the time which um, isn't inexpensive with inreach you know we have people that do that have that situation all the time but they can you know instead of raising the cavalry they can text a family member sure. or see if a family member can get a tow truck or at the very least you know when you call you know, search and rescue or county sheriff or MPS or whoever, they know not only that you need assistance, but what type of assistance you need, right? So So if you push that button, it reaches out to them, will they text you back to figure out what's going on? So I see what you're saying. You can respond to that. It's this kind of emergency or I'm bleeding to death. Yep. I'm falling in a crevasse. Yep. So when you send the text message um, for SOS, it just sends a preset message. um, And you can, you know, use this to kind of type out whatever you need to. You get pretty used to this. Yeah. Um, I use the app on my phone a lot, so we have You'll the preset. So you can preset some stuff in here if, um, yeah. if you're. Let's say you can type out whatever you want to. Yeah. But let's say you're just out and you need to check in at home. So this says checking in all as well. Running late, I'm fine. Pick me up here. That typically goes right to my wife's cell phone, and then you send uh, that one a lot of better. 
depends on you know how much trouble I want to be in yeah, when exactly. I get back. Um, so yeah, you can do it all on there. What we've what we've done is you know we know a lot of people like their phone is their primary camera when they go yeah. out on a hunt, right? So they're going to bring it with them even if they know it's not going to work. Um, so we we developed a very robust smartphone app. It's called EarthMate, and let's see if you guys can see you this. You get that, please. Got it. Cool. When our customers are connected with Bluetooth, then they can just grab someone right out of their contact list and start, you know, typing away just really? like you would normally. And this can send it through the inReach. Yep. It'll show that same yeah. conversation will be mirrored on the inReach. So that's awesome. Um, really nice, you know, user friendly solution. Can that there. send photos? Uh, it can't send photos, no. Um, you know, that's a request we get a oh. lot. The problem is that photo packets are so much bigger so much than data. what a text package. No, of course. That, I was just curious. You know, it would be it's something like, the, I guess, like a, the military, law enforcement would like yeah. that capability. People would like to be able to send, like, you know, a trophy summit photos. selfie yeah, or a trophy photo. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, you know, going forward, we're kind of waiting on, like, the satellites themselves sure. to get that technology. Um, so, yeah, not, not quite yet. The other aspect of this is, you know, I said this looks like a, you know, a lot of our other GPS devices, and it is a very robust handheld GPS. So um, if you get this product, the Garmin InReach Explorer Plus, mm -hmm. this is the one that has our mapping built into it. Okay. Um, this is the only one you guys brought in, which yeah. I think is a good call because um, most people, it's like $50 more for wish this one. Wish they got that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It comes with just a huge amount of data. So, um, you know, right where we're standing here, I get super high-resolution topography built into this. For now, how is it getting the GPS location without clearing the site? It so I walked right outside and got a GPS okay, fix, and so just kind of kept it. But, yep. yeah, typically indoors it's going to be a little tricky. Yep. Um, this does have a pretty robust antenna on it. Um, but, yeah, I get mapping built into this. If I – it's 1 to 24K resolution okay. for – uh, all of the U.S. and we get one to 125k for Mexico, and then there's pretty high resolution or the best resolution maps you can get for Canada, Canada. built into this right. as well. So North American topography. So that means this GPS has more mapping in it than any other GPS that Garmin awesome. supports right now. Um, and then if you've got your mobile phone, you actually get more maps, so you can get that high resolution topography. What you do is you download these maps into your app. Okay. through Wi-Fi before you go on your trip. Sure. And then I can actually put my phone or my tablet into airplane mode, connect with Bluetooth, Bluetooth. and then this GPS chipset showing no my way. position. So I can see satellite imagery. Um, I can look at public land data. That was my question. Yep. So one kind of add-on for the InReach Explorer customer is when you get this device, it's going to come with the topographic maps. But if you want hunting-specific data, like parcels or private land yeah, information exactly. or yeah. game management units, okay. you can add that to your account and then download those those mapping layers into the work. app or into the device. Awesome. So, um, you know, I have the private land ownership info right here for California mm -hmm. loaded into this. And then these green lines are our game management sure. units. So if you're hunting something, you know, that's kind of on a border, you can always make sure that you're in, in the spot sure. that you need to be in. And then, of course, you can, on the app, download satellite imagery, which is super helpful if you're sure. hunting something that's a little bit more topographic or you want to be, you know, coming up to a clearing, that type of thing. 
And the connection on this GPS is probably stronger when you're going to get off your iPhone. Yes. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people yeah. try to get these apps and go hunt with them. A lot of guys do. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are really good yeah. nowadays, but the problem you run into is uh, the battery life of your phone is kind of a limiting totally. factor. So, That's what I was going to ask. What's the battery life on that? So on this guy, um, the battery life test that we did is sort of the, the most common usage is people <laughs> are tracking with this. So they're updating their position to a website every yep. 10 minutes that friends or family can go look at. You'll get 100 hours of battery life okay. on the inReach in that 10-minute tracking mode. Okay. Um, if you're, you know, using the the mapping screen with the backlight lit up all the time, you're not going to get 100 hours. Sure. But, you know, there's a couple variants in there. Most people I talk to can go on a week-long, you know, expedition and get through without without having to recharge. If you do, it's micro USB rechargeable in the field. So yep. super easy. Yep. Awesome. Yep. So that's the, the Inreach Explorer Plus. Yeah, the one thing that will come up um, when people have this question is inherently with satellite phones and other satellite messengers out there, there's a subscription to get oh, yeah. the SOS and yep. the messaging. Um, ours is really appealing to a lot of p- people when they look into it because we have what we call our freedom plans, which are essentially month-to-month plans. So okay. if you're just you know going to be hunting a season, you can turn this thing on for, you know let's say, the fall mm-hmm. and pay as little as about 15 bucks a month for the months you want to use it, $0 a month when you're not using it. Maybe for a larger expedition to Alaska where you're going to be off the grid more, need more texting capability, um, you're looking at, you know, 35 for our middle plan a month or 65 That's the downside with sat phones for me is... Yeah, yeah, expensive. Yeah, Yeah, the phones are expensive and then if you want to rent them, I mean, most people... I rent them. Renting a phone for a month, you could just go buy and inReach a lot of the time. Absolutely. They're a great product. Yep. Um... Yeah, I'm going to absolutely be using this instead of a cell phone going forward. Yeah. And, um, okay, let's jump into some questions. I know we're, we're running long a little bit, about 30 minutes into it. Let's, let's dive into some questions. Great overview. Yeah, thanks. Um, I always learn something from you every time you come in and yeah. you go, oh, yeah, i got to be able to figure out how to do that on my watch. Sure. So yeah. much to it. Sounds good. Let's jump right into questions. Cool. So uh, this one came into in Mike McCabe. from Jason Kafer. What's up, Jason? And he asked, what are the advantages of the Phoenix over the, over a Suunto? Um, yeah, I mean, Suunto makes great products also. I would say that if you're looking at a mountain sports watch, the user interface, the breadth of data, and then, of course, the fact that it has mapping in yeah. it and the wrist-based heart rate are super unique features to Garmin in a mountain yeah. sports watch right now. Yeah. I mean, I was committed to Suunto. I was a Suunto customer. Sure. I'm terrible about switching products if I have something that's basic and works for me. Yep. Tell you what, Jason, I switched to um, Garmin for the summer, that summer hunt, because I need more data capture. Yep. Trust me, it's it's well worth the changeover. It's a, to me, it's a much better product. You probably won't say that about your competition, but having used both, there's really no comparison by choosing the Garmin, sure, in thanks. my opinion. Yep. This question came in from Facebook from William Schmaltz, and he asked, are you ever going to upgrade to replaceable batteries for the inReach? That's my only holdout. Um, it's not something I think we're looking at real quick. Sorry, there's a lot Seems of like everything is going the other way. Yeah, like, no replaceable. Lithium, all, all lithium batteries are getting really good. So yeah. there's like I talked to, um, I worked a lot in Alaska, and there's folks up there like you just don't get sun for a big portion yeah. of the year. So solar charging stuff is difficult. Uh, if you're in colder climates, that yeah. can reduce the capacity of of the lithium yeah. batteries. At 100 hours of battery life in the operating range, so if you're in colder 
climates, this will transmit, so it'll send and receive out of like a heavy parka. So yep. I just kind of have it on me when I'm, you know, climbing or yeah. skiing, just to keep it warmed up. Uh, Which for, you should do for all your electronics and devices that have. Yeah, exactly. Um, the battery life Cold on the tomorrow. newer model is just so robust yeah. that uh, if you'd have to be on like a really a two week expedition or more to be really inconvenienced by it and in that case like a lot of people have some sort of vehicle solution or they've got would a bring recharging back that would be rechargeable yeah so, so we've it's... we've thought about you know doing a, an accessory and i bet if you know more requests kept rolling in we'd, we'd continue to think sure. about it but um you know we don't do a lot of talking about like new products that are coming out either so we wouldn't yeah. be able to tell you if we were if i find <laughs> out about it i'll tell you guys <laughs> i won't let them out of here until i find out yeah <laughs> So now that we're on the topic of, of charging and battery, yeah. uh, Seth T12 asked, "What is your recommended or what is your recommendation for charging this product? Like uh, what to, what to bring? What to bring? Yeah, I like uh, so. I mean, I always always make sure this thing is charged before you go. I've myself, you yep. know, hit the trailhead and had half charge or sometimes no charge. Um, you know, you guys carry Goal Zero. I really like their Nomad Seven panel um it's really small it's about you know this size folds up and can recharge this on the fly but i always recommend getting an external accessory battery yeah, so like it. the switch 10 is about 2000 milliamp hours yeah. i think so yeah. it will recharge this just about one full charge and yeah. so with this and then one of those top which off, is the stick the smaller yeah, stick exactly yeah, yeah we get, carry both we yep. carry a bigger one too that that um i bring both yep. of them yep on a, on a long trip yeah, so any of that stuff will work. I charge it off the And everything's going car. to rechargeable, the headlamps now, the watches, the inReach, and just having a good battery solution and a panel to help recharge those batteries is just is, is something you know we carry and recommend all of our customers. Yeah, batteries. exactly. A lot of people also want to charge their phone or their camera yep. or you know yep. some of their other electronics as well. Yeah, Goal Zero we found to be really, having done a bunch of research, and it's the best choice of products out there for recharging yeah. electronics. Yeah, I've been happy with their stuff as well. Yeah, so. good question. What else you got, McCabe? Uh, another question came in on Instagram from Blake underscore Pruitt, and he asked, does Garmin have a watch that will show uh, water depth for free dive applications? Ooh, good question. It's a great question. It's timely. So if you go to Garmin.com, we actually just announced our Descent watch uh, yesterday. It was our first dive computer. And nice. so it's going to have um, everything you would need in a dive computer for free diving and the rest of the scuba applications as well. So um, He knew... He already knew about it. He yeah, yeah. It. That's, a <laughs> that's probably on. the project manager. For, <laughs> <laughs> for yeah, that exactly. Watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone set it up. Yep. Good question. Uh, another Instagram question: Rooster twenty two underscore seven. Is the inReach GPS function as good as other GPS ones out there? It. Um, so there are other GPSs out there that have what's called a GLONASS chipset. So in terms of like marking the corner of your property, they're going to be a little bit more accurate yeah. than this. This is going to be within uh, plus or minus five meters. So for a rescue situation, hiking on a trail, if you have good line of sight to the sky, you're going to have you know very accurate track. Okay. For like geocaching, where you're trying to find a little fake log in a pile of other logs, um, it's not going to be quite as accurate. For everything I do, I, I don't notice the difference. Really. Yeah, it would so. be plenty for me. Yep. Good question. Perfect. So I think we got time for uh, just a couple more. Let's do two more. Two more. Sounds good. Um, let's see. Uh, this was a good one. Came in from AIM Taxidermy, and they asked, what temperature is it rated for? We outfit for clients in the Arctic, but the majority of the devices freeze up. 
So, good question. yeah, the I assume the question is about how cold the can inreach it go? device. Um, for the inreach, it's yeah, at about four degrees Fahrenheit, which you will encounter in the Arctic. Yeah. Um, you'll you'll run into problems. So that's why I recommend you know having it on your person mm-hmm. underneath your coat and then if you're pulling it out for you know a couple minutes here and there to look yeah. at the map or do your text long term exposure is yeah people it, yeah. will put it on like their snow machine handlebars yeah. uh, people will put it externally on their pack and that's where when it drops down you know well below freezing yeah. you're going to run into some of those issues um, yeah. but there's no reason why you can't have this like in your parka and still receive a, a text sure. message right so what about for the watches is there temperature rating on those um, for these guys it's going to be about the same but the nice thing about the watches is they're on your wrist yes, right yeah. so the, the body temperature is you yeah, know you're probably not wearing a t-shirt and the exactly. watch no. at, at sub-zero temperatures yeah. yeah I haven't heard of um, unless you're going to the chirotherapy which I did the other day for the first time <laughs> then you got the minus <laughs> yeah. 171 yeah. for three and a half minutes maybe I'll try the watch next. take it yeah, in there I will see what happens I, I think you'll be fine I think yeah. I will too yep Alrighty, last question. I know we did touch on this briefly, uh, but Rogue Ten Thirteen asks: Does it tell where public land boundaries are on GPS? So the watches do not. Um, they'll just have the topography. The Inreach Explorer, it's going to have public land uh, loaded into it, so it's got the twenty four K resolution, and then there's a public land layer. Okay. Same thing with the app. If you want the game management units and the private land ownership parcel data, that's an add-on. So it's $40 for the first year, okay. and that gets you access to that data for all 50 states. Great. So. And is it f- same charge every year? So right now it's 40 bucks to turn it on, and okay. then it's going to be $20 a year after okay. that to maintain access to it. Okay. Yep. Good. Great questions. Well, I hope... Everybody, this was helpful. I know it was helpful to, to yeah. me. I've, I've met with you several times on these different products. Always learn something. Appreciate you taking the time to come yeah. down and spend time with our customers. Thanks for everyone tuning in uh, on Kuyu Live. Uh, it's always an honor to get them to take time out of the day and to listen to us talk about what we do and, and unique products. Yep. Yeah, thanks for having us. You guys Absolutely. have an awesome customer base, and we're Thank excited you. to be Garmin's a part of Garmin's a perfect it. partner for us, yep. and um, I'm glad to have you guys part of this business, and I appreciate the attention you've given us. Appreciate the custom watch, watch face. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be and, great. Uh, it's look, about a week on that. It's okay. Kind of what we'll, we're we'll let you guys know. Yep. And, uh, again, thanks for taking the time coming down yep. and coming on Cooking yeah. Live. Thanks, Jason. Good having appreciate you. Appreciate it.